Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block A AJ's Complex, 32 to 34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Reverend Andrew Green as he shares on part three of the topic, the spirit of prayer. And thirdly, we must be disciplined praying privately. So much time this has been coming over since we started praying privately. In Matthew 6, 6, it says, when you go to pray, go to your room and close the door. Keep out all the distraction. Cut the cell phone off. Find that private time to go into the presence of God. Everything that feeds the spirit of man comes from the Lord. Demons cannot feed the spirit of man. They will feed the soul. The spirit of God feeds the spirit of man through the word. There's an anointing to pray. You can develop, and the only place you can develop that anointing to pray is in your prayer closet. Most persons miss it again. They think that is when they come to church, they will get the anointing to pray. You go into the prayer closet, meditating on the word, using the word to worship God, and also, you know, comes out in the form of prayer. We see Jesus in the garden praying. Why was he able to do this? Because as you go through the scriptures, it tells us early morning, Jesus went up in the mountain and prayed. That was his prayer closet. But here we see now in the book of Luke 22, 42, he prayed saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. That was his soul talking right there. However, notice quickly now how his spirit took over. Nevertheless, not my will, but let thine be done. You see two parts of Jesus speaking, his soul and his will, okay? His soul and his will. If it be, if it be thou will, thy will rather, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will. How could he have done that? Why? He studied the word. So he knew the will of God. He knew the plan of God. He knew that he had to fulfill God's desire. Mark 14, 36 tells us, and he said, Abba Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. The book of Matthew 26, 39 also tells us, and he went a little further and he fell on his face, prayed saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Three different writers inspired by the Holy Spirit showing us the difference between the soul of this intercessor known as Jesus and the spirit of the intercessor. The soul does not know the will of God. The soul has no interest in reading the word. The soul has no interest in praying unless it's directed to me, myself, and I. Again, the word brings it out clearly that we should also be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to establish the emphasis for the prayer meeting. The Holy Spirit will bring out the emphasis for the prayer meeting by interceding through or on a given subject. So if we come and the Holy Spirit is saying to us, we need to intercede for 20 months regarding angels nowhere in the midst of interceding over the 20 months we should change because he wants us to intercede on that given matter he wants us to stand in the gap until the problem is resolved 
The Holy Spirit also wants to emphasize the relevance of submitting to his leadership in order for him to pray through us. Luke 11.9 tells us this. And I ask you, and I say unto you, Adam, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and he shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. The word of God tells us also in the book of Matthew 26, 44. And he left them and he went again and he prayed a third time saying the same words. He submitted to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you're praying over and over the same thing. Seems foolish, but the Holy Spirit would have you to do that. So we're not looking on praying in the Spirit. What exactly it means to pray in the Spirit? Ephesians 6, 18 brings this out. Praying always with all prayers and supplication. Praying always, praying in the Spirit now, is availing your spirit man to be able to pray any type of prayer that the Holy Spirit will want to select out of you. And that means the little handout that I gave you with the different type of prayers. You need to study them. On that handout, you'll find deliverance type of prayer. You'll find petitioning type of prayer. You'll find healing type of prayer. You must study those scriptures and have them locked in your spirit, man. Supplication is saying, after I have taken time to see the face of God regarding an issue in the community, regarding an issue with a family, I am now able to pray as the Holy Spirit directs me because I have better understanding of the situation. Supplication in the Spirit, watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So you are watching, you are also guarding the integrity of the life of others as you pray. In Mark eleven twenty four, 24, tells us also from the King James Version, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever he desire, when he pray, believe. So again, we recognize congregations are praying, but most of the time they are not believing. They doubt the prayers. When he pray, believe that he received them and he shall have them. We pray privately in the church and we are believing that God is going to give us the community openly. So when we go out, to be frank, you know, to endorse what um, the sister said earlier, we pray internally as a church. We close the doors softly to the public and we pray. We intercede for the community. We intercede for all individuals. We intercede for the marriages. We intercede for the families, for the business people, for immature churches. And then now when we go for the crusade, it shows you the tangible results of the prayer. So if you really want to see the souls coming in, it starts right here as we pray and as we manifest the power of God. Again, we see from the scriptures, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit brings a prophetic solution to the community's problem. Learning to pray answers are not problem. I don't know if you've ever found yourself, and we call this panic type of prayer. Well, let's say some violence breaks out in a given community that we are from. We have not been praying for that community, but it's when the problem starts, that's when we start to pray. Spanish Town is a, a perfect example. Most of the time as intercessors, we don't pray for Spanish Town until some riots start, until some gun battles start. And uh, while coming along the thoroughfare, I noticed some colors and the zoning has start again. If you were praying, those flags would not be up. The only flag that would be up is a bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ. It is saying that you have not, you're living in the land, but you don't have no control of the land. The strong man dictates what happens. So the word is now saying to us, once we are able to pray, 
we should be able to see the tangible presence and manifestation. Learning to pray answers. You get the answers from the scriptures and pray them to the Lord versus praying the problems. Example of praying the problem, Lord, you know that they have been killing each other. Lord, you know that this has been happening. No. Learn to pray answers versus problem. And that principle also applies to your personal life. If you can pray the answers for your personal life, then you will see the open manifestation because it's done by faith. Then when we come together corporately, we pray the answer for the community because again, it's done by faith. This is what the book of Psalms 24, 7 says to us. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. The community is now asking, who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates of angels, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors of angels, that the King of glory shall come in. Again, angels are now asking the question, who is the King of glory? The King of glory is a Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. This is an example of taking those flags down. You have the authority. You are on the hill, you are basically in the highest point where you can look around angel. You can speak down into the valley of angel and command the gates to lift up its head. It's a place where you have a guard. In this case, it's not the Christians guarding it. It's the occultic realm that is guarding. You can displace these persons. You can switch the guards and ask the holy angel of God, the warfare angels, to take charge. But you must pray the answers versus the problem. We should be sensitive also to discerning the passion of the spirit of prayer. How passionate are you about the, the prayers that you're praying? We can tell if the spirit of prayer has gotten a hold of your emotion because of the passion as you express yourself in praying. We cannot produce the spirit of prayer on our own. So you can't conjure up anything regarding the Holy Spirit. You have to pray with his aid. Each time the intercessor presents themselves as willing vessels, the Holy Spirit comes. Every time we present ourselves as a willing vessel, a willing vessel. Now let's go back to the heart regarding the question that was asked. A heart that is committed to intercession is a heart that is free from unforgiveness. A heart that has no bitterness. A heart that has no problem of perversion. This is the heart that is presented and this is the heart that the Holy Spirit was willing to use. We should also be sensitive to three keys that keeps the prayer meeting going. There are three keys that keeps the prayer meeting going. One, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Secondly, the voice of the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, the intercessor's heart. The voice of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself, and the intercessor's heart. You notice two-thirds deals with the Holy Spirit. One-third deals with us. Your heart. The heart. In Psalm 62, verse 8, it says, Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. God is a refuge for us. James 5, 16 from the King James says, Confess your faults one to another, that he may be healed. The effectual and fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Again, the scripture says to us, we must be sensitive also to the Holy Spirit leading us in different realms 
while interceding as a group. We must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit leading us in the different realms. When we read through the book of Luke 11, 5 to 10, we see three realms that the Holy Spirit will normally lead us as we pray as believers. In verse 10 it says, For everyone who asks, receive it. And everyone that seeketh, find it. And to him who knock, he shall open the door. So the Bible tells us that there are three realms. From the parable of the friend at midnight, we learn that there are uh, things that will only come by us asking for daily supply. You must ask. This is one of the realms where the believers now learn to ask for daily supply. The Bible says in Luke eleven nine, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given to you. Verse 3 says, give us this day our daily bread. John 5, 15, 7 says, if he abide in me and my words abide in you, he shall ask of me and it shall be done unto you. The second realm is seeking after the kingdom of God. Seeking after the kingdom of God. The word tells us, and I say unto you, seek and he shall find. In Luke 11, 5 to 10 it says, and he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? And go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. The Bible says, seek him and you shall find. Whether it be in the midnight that you are seeking the Lord, midday, early morning, but we must seek him. Whether it be for the community, whatever he has laid on our hearts, we must go seek him. The Holy Spirit is constantly bidding the church to seek after God. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now, brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors, AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The Time for Intercession is Now is inviting interested persons to be part of our live studio audience every Thursday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJS Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town, starting at 7 p.m. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Join us next Sunday at 5 p.m. for part one of the topic, City Under Siege. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. <music>